Gundam style, everybody, and welcome to Wow Cool Robot, a podcast about buying little plastic robot toys. Uh, I'm Max, I use he, him pronouns, and with me today are two new faces to the show. Would you like to say hi? Hi, I'm Dan, I use he, him, and they, them pronouns. I'm Yuria, she, her. And we, we decided to ignore the Gundam saying war is bad, and instead we are the people all saying, wow, cool robot, because we're watching a show. Um, the main thing we're going to be watching is Gundam Build Fighters, but uh, for this first episode, there's like a little um, ONA released like a year, a couple years before Build Fighters was called Model Suit Gunpla Be- Builders Beginning G, um, and it's robot toys and it's gunpla, and this is going to be absolutely delightful, but before we get into that, um, let's take some time. Everyone on listening to the show knows my experience with Gundam because it's just like this live podcast pretty much. But um, for our co-host, let's start with you, Yuria. What is your Gundam experience? What, how, what, what brought you here today? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. My, my first Gundam experience was actually watching Gundam Wing on Toonami, as many people did. Yeah. And followed by G Gundam when that premiered. G Gundam. G Gundam is so good. I love G Gundam so much. Um, do you have a favorite series you've watched? Uh, I'm actually rewatching Turn A with my polycule right now. We are on episode 39 when the second intro kicks in. So that's been really fun. Hell yes. I've, I am so excited to get to Turn A like two years from now. <laughs> I'm not doing it like chronological release order because obviously this came out in 2010. I would have watched Turn A by now, but. It's just kind of whatever I want to watch. Um, and Dan, what about you? What is your Gunpla ex- or Gundam experience? Sorry. Yeah, I'll roll in Gunpla there as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, by all means. Um, uh, so my Gundam has always been something on the periphery of my vision. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, there was this show on Toonami. It wasn't Gundam Wing. It was, like, this CG thing that used, like, the SD Gundam art style. Yeah, sure. I, um, oh, Superior Defender. Uh, right, yeah, Superior Defender. Yeah, that's it. That sounds right. Yeah. I have this distinct memory of realizing how... Uh, realizing how uh, uh, it gets darker in winter because uh, I was watching Toonami and it was, like, nighttime, even though it was, like, five or six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there was, let's see, I've always wanted to, I've noticed Gundam on, on the periphery, like, I've heard of things, seen things, uh, I'm in a group of people who like to watch bad anime, mm-hmm. uh, same group that actually got me into Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, leading to pot of, me joining Pot of Greed mm-hmm. way back when, uh, at some point we find out about, uh, Gundam Build Fighters. It it's not a bad show, but it's uh it's very different just because it's the best way to describe Gundam Build Fighters is it's a card game anime for a game that only kind of exists. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's an interesting way of putting it. Yeah. Uh I it's, yeah. I was I was just going to say like like yeah, I I mean I don't anticipate I'm not going to like I know that uh what is it I like Build Fighters original and Rise Build Divers Re Rising are like the ones that people say are really good and Build Fighters Try and Build Divers Not Rising is like I hear people say they're not as good um yeah it's like I don't I you know I don't anticipate saying any of it's going to be actively bad I do like I can understand why people give Build Fighters and those kinds of shows like a bad rap if you're like a more hardcore War is Bad type Gundam fan. Right. And you don't engage in um, buying product. That is not me, though. <laughs> I love to buy the product. Yeah. Speaking of buying product, I've never actually built uh, Gunpla before, but I think one thing I want to try to do over the course of uh, my time in the Well mm-hmm. Cool Robot Zone is to acquire and build a Gunpla. Yes. Uh, uh, that's it for me. Hell yeah. Yeah. Gunpla is, well, Gunpla is freedom, first of all, and we'll learn this. Um, but Gunpla is easier than, to get into than ever. It's like, 
it will simultaneously easy and hard because the pandemic has like, you know, people have picked up so many hobbies and gunplay is something that's like exploded in popularity over the last couple of years. Um, like scalping is much more of a problem than it's ever been. But at the same time, getting like the more popular kits is like the easiest thing in the world. Cause you can learn just like walk into your local target and pick up a huge variety of kits. There's a bunch of HG UC kits and like other, uh, timelines. I think they have some real grades. They have, um, entry grades and they have, it's like, they even have target exclusive, at least mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. They have a Target-exclusive, like, American color Gundam, which is, like, very stupid and very silly. Yeah. Which I feel like kind of captures the essence of Gundam perfectly. And then it's this big, garish, you know, nuclear-powered military robot. And then we slapped an American flag on it. So now you have to salute it every time it soars overhead. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's just so easy. Walk in a Target, you can pick up a little Zaku 2, perhaps, or... Or maybe a Barbatoris. The world's your oyster with Gunpla. And once you, I, I think once you do get into them, you'll find it's very, very fun and relaxing until it becomes a money sink. Yep. <laughs> Looks <laughs> at my giant shelf. Uh, yeah. Incidentally, I do have my uh, Garma Zaku on my desk right now. It is nice. the first kit I built I, here. Yep. Is that's the one that's like, like kind of like the orange and uh, almost like dark greenish torso, right? Yeah. Oh, it's more of a brown, but yeah, the torso is okay. greenish and you gotta love. I love just all. I mean, you see it like with grunt suits, just the sheer amount of different colors and variations they have. Um, and that's kind of the name of the game with this show too. Like every every like gunpla that is notable that isn't like a straight up recolor of a different kit is like a variation on a kit that exists or like an upgrade to it or, or custom, you know, custom parts, what have you. Um. I think that's probably enough preface for now. What say we start talking about the thing that we watched? All right. Yeah. So <clears throat> this is Model Suit Gunpla Builders Beginning G. It is the year 2010 in the real world. Uh, Haru Iri goes to Odaiba and sees the one-to-one -one scale RX-78-2 Gundam and wants to become a Gunpla Builder. He comes across a mysterious Gunpla kit called Beginning Gundam, a mobile suit that no one recognizes. Its combat performance is exceptional, allowing Haru to defeat Koji Matsumoto, a Gunpla celebrity, in his high new Gundam for his very first match. He is challenged by Boris Shower, a Gunpla Meister who soundly defeats him in Forever Gundam, challenging him to become a better Gunpla builder. Uh, he learns about customization from Tatsu Shimano, who pilots a custom Zaku 2, and eventually is sent a translucent runner with parts meant to upgrade Beginning Gundam into the Beginning 30 Gundam. Haru and his friend Kenta and Rina enter a Gunpla battle competition, engaging in one final face-off between Boris and Haru. One year later, Haru has become a Gundam Meister himself and is teaching the new generation about the profoundness and excitement of Gunpla. This was a toy commercial! Mm-hmm. <laughs> in... Uh, I'm glad it was free, at least. That's, yeah, I mean, it's... This is originally three, like, 15-ish minute, uh, like, ONA episodes that people just cram together because, you know, it's effectively one story. You can tell where the gaps are. Um, but it works. It, it works as just, like, this cute little... Ex like intro to the world of gunpla um yeah. i this is absolutely delightful oh my god i'm so happy that i can watch something that's like lower stakes and it's like there will certainly be emotional moments but like i don't imagine i'm going to be put into as much emotional turmoil as i was watching mm, any other gundam series mm. yes yeah, it's closer to a sports anime at this point it is, yeah, it's 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 like a sports card anime. It's it's very like it's Gundam Shonen in a way that like I guess if you were gonna compare any or call any other Gundam show a Gundam Shonen, it would probably be Wing. Um but it's not quite as like dour as Wing is. This is this is a very bright, colorful, awesome show that is you you really it really feels like it was just designed to get people to point the screen and be like I know that suit I know that's the Bawu we love it. Um, <laughs> Looks at my notes for this episode. Yeah, that's basically how I went. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like writing down everything. That's like it's just it's it's joyous. Like it 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 feels like a little iffy just being so excited about what is clearly a commercial. But at the same time, I like Star Wars, and that's just a commercial too. Yeah, I I gotta say when. I, like, that bad anime watching group, like, I can be reticent about a lot of the stuff that comes mm -hmm. up, but uh, toy commercial animes are the best bad anime because 
they're they're just so goofy. Yeah, uh, th- th- it's like you can watch like something like Beyblade, mm-hmm. and it you just if you allow yourself to like you know get give suspension of disbelief about the silliness of it, it's just a good time. Yeah. Uh. Uh. So. Uh. Where do I be? Well, I'm really glad that this begins with the fucking Gundam statue in Odaiba. The the real. So this is so funny, right? You know, the, the main thing about Gundam is that everything is in its own timeline. Um, you do have a timeline called Anno Domini, but it's not our Anno Domini. But um, this is just real, real life world because this this isn't anything like the, I don't like this isn't Bill Divers world. This isn't the Build Fighters world. This is like the real life human world. Except you know they have stuff like these cool pods that you can pilot the gunplay in. But mm-hmm. yeah, we see we see our main character Haru Iri. Uh, at Odaiba, looking at the one-to-one Gundam, and it, like, changes his entire life, and you can fucking bet that this would change my entire life, too. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I want to see that Gundam so bad. I want to go to, I guess it's in Yokohama now, but I won't go there so bad. Yeah, yeah. Odaiba, no, I think Odaiba is part of Yokohama. I remember looking this up. Okay, uh, well, so f- the, the, the real-world knowledge I can bring to this, real-world knowledge I got from looking it up online, um, this was the first one-to-one scale RX-78-2 they built. This one got disassembled. Um, uh-huh. I want to say they it's in parts kind of like a um, uh, some sort of like amusement attraction where like I think it almost from what I remember reading, it's almost escape room esque where I think like you're in a hangar and the Gundam is in pieces and you have to kind of like um, escape room, you know, kind of like interactive puzzle your way to like activating it. Um, uh-huh. Then they built a unicorn Gundam. At a different Gundam base facility, um, that's still there because when the Olympics happened uh, last summer, you could see it in the background of like the rock climbing wall. It was really funny. Um, yeah, news reports calling it the Optimus Prime statue. It, yeah, <laughs> that is my big friend Optimus Prime, piloted by Bonadri Lynx. Um, but the they built a new one to one scale Gundam that's like its own model number because it's like of almost of a slightly different design than RX seventy eight two. I think it's like the RX FF zero zero or something. That's the one that like moves and does poses and is kind of like trussed up in this big hangar. But and I and I know they built I think they built a Freedom Gundam in China, um, yeah. like a one to one scale of that. Oh, and they just built the one to one scale uh, new Gundam FF at the Lala port in I forgot what city. So there's no less than five one to one scale Gundams in the world. Maybe more that we don't know about yet. Hard to say. Yes. Uh, one day five heroes will come forth and pilot them to save the world. Uh, that was what G Gundam was about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but th- th- this, this MF Haru really just says, wow, cool robot. I'm going to, I'm going to buy one of these now. Uh, yeah. I, I love that. He's originally going to get like the RX 78, but he, this girl just grabs it and he falls over and finds the, the other one. It's so I so like I didn't know what this was about at first, right? I thought that they were both gonna touch hands and it was gonna be like this romantic moment. No, she just grabs it and runs, and he just like face plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there that's the first realism about this series. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. no romance in gunpla, there's only the rivalry. <laughs> I mean I've Amaru and Shar have what I would call a rivalry romance. But uh this Gundam is something that's new. It was designed for this uh, shows the RX. Uh, I'm sorry, the GPB X80 beginning Gundam. This guy's cool. I really like. Yeah, yeah. I it's it's. I like the like this. It has this kind of like soft triangle motif all over the whole body. Like you see the triangles and the knees and elbows and shoulders and and, and torso and front skirting. Um, it's really cool. The head reminds me a lot of like the Victory Gundam head. Um, and the coolest thing about this is the beam weaponry it has, because not only is its V-fin like a beam V-fin, like, y- you know, you see it in the show and it's not, it's not like a physical, like, piece of plastic. It's like, well, it's translucent on the Gunpla, but like in the little Gundam battle world, it's like a beam V-fin. And it also has Wolverine claws, basically, mm-hmm. which is... It- just about the sickest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Something about it visually just struck me as more like, I guess it is Wolverine Claws, but the Wolverine Claws are a sword. Yeah, it's great. so it's, it has these six, like three on either shoulders, reminiscent of like the two beam sabers sticking out the backpack of RX-78. And 
it you would imagine that they're meant to be like picked up and thrown like throwing knives or something or like uses daggers like the way that the way that Haru uses these weapons, I feel like it's not the way you're supposed to do it because he just grabs all three and like holds them between his fingers. Like, again, if you stick a bunch of markers between your fingers, pretend you're Wolverine. That's basically what he's doing. The most, but they're like big ass yes. beam cutters. It's so it's so cool. I love it so much. Yes. Uh, really ask the question of who would win in the fight. The kid who sticks the markers between his fingers or the kid who make who stacks them into a lightsaber. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, it's always the markers. The, 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 the structural integrity of the lightsaber. W- one slash from my cool Wolverine claws, you're done for. That's it. Right. Uh, but he, he, he picks this gunpla up, um, and he, he takes it home the next day. Or, or it's, it is the next day after he takes it home. And he's, like, building it. And we get this cool montage of, you know, his, his friend telling him. Gives him, like, a... Or I think his dad gives him a pair of sprue cutters and... You know, you see him clicking it out of the runners and, and, and cutting the nubs off and putting a sticker on the face. It's it's just, it's very nice. It's very relaxing, Gunpla. Yeah. He, yeah, unfortunately, he puts the sticker on last of the head. That drove me crazy. Mistake. Oh, my gosh. I was like, no, you gotta, Haru, Haru, no, you gotta put it on first. Haru, God, he can't hear me. He has AirPods in. And He's it's so funny. Gunpla before. Right. Well, I mean, the instructions tell you to put the sticker on, like, the first thing bef- when you clip that little face part out. But um, yep. it's it's so funny the speed at which this guy improves. Like, one day later, he's, like, a master builder, basically. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't get my Zaku eye sticker on perfectly center, but it was still pretty mm-hmm. good. I was not painting on my second bill. Oh, I'm still not painting because I live in an apartment. Those fumes will build Yeah, up. that's the thing. I... If it's the eyes, I will always use the sticker because, like, the reflectiveness of the eyes just looks better than if I use metallic paint. I don't have an airbrush. I have Gundam marker, and I do the thing he does where, like, you know, you press it and it, like, pools into the little bowl and you paint it with a tiny brush. But, like, I have tiny brushes. That kid has, like, absurdly expensive, like, artist-grade tiny brushes because mine do not – you couldn't paint the eyes as easily as he does. It's absurd. And perfectly um, steady hands at that too. Uh, yeah, not a single smudge, Haru. Mm, I think you're hustling, everyone. <laughs> I think I don't <laughs> think you're a gunpla beginner at all. Uh, uh, oh, something that was brought up in my notes hmm. at the beginning. Yes, uh, they they actually mentioned the black plastic boxes, which uh, yes, the, the bioplastic. It's cool. I like these. I um, they would bring those back. Those are really neat. I want to, so I think the most reason, so, so Ecopla um, is what it sounds like. It's recycled plastic and they like, don't color them. Like they're always like this very like dark brown, black uh, color to it. So you get these cool kits where everything's made of this recycled plastic. Um, I want to say the most recent, um, I think they announced a, the, yeah, that's right. They announced two master grades. They announced the master grade Ecopla Barbatos. And oh. Yeah, hold on. Let me post a photo of this because this is like really, really cool. Um, I think they also announced a master grade Ecopla Exia. Um, there's the Barbatos in scheduling. Is it an Exia? Yeah, here we go. Wow. Um, I, I really like, and, and, and these are kind of, they stand out because it's not all the black plastic. They have like one bright highlight color like the barbatos has this really nice teal and the xe has this really cool purple uh, and these cool kind of like sick yeah it's it's oh it's so cool i and and again like when your entire hobby is plastic waste like it's nice to see them recycling it because they have like genuine um if you look at like gunpla instruction you can see a little um like a little mail-in rebate uh kind of coupon type thing where I think it like lists the yen value of each empty runner if you send them back. Um, so it's kind of like uh, like a state recycling program, essentially. It's really right. cool though that they that they do that and like they encourage you to do that. I like it. It's nice. Yeah, wish they would do that here in the states. Uh yeah. <laughs> Something environmentally conscious in America. Uh, yeah. Eh, eh. Could be us. Uh, but um, we go. We we, we kind of cut from there. We go to this um gunplus store. I think it's called Axis, um, which is funny because that's like, oh, cool. Neo Zeon's like evil base rock. All right. <laughs> but um, <laughs> won't be the last. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this this guy named Koji Matsumoto walks in and he he's the he's the coolest boy in school. He's a gun plus celebrity. 
And he challenges Haru to a gunpla battle when he learns it's like his first time because he sees the beginning Gundam and no one's ever seen it before. No one knows what it is. So he basically is like, all right, I'm going to race you for pinks. And somehow Haru gets roped into agreeing with this. And I'm like, this is a lot of pressure for this poor boy who's literally never done this in his life before. It's fine. He'll it's, win. It's, it's fine. He has, uh, well, it's the thing. I, it's like he's good at com- c- controlling it, but it's also just like a stupidly powerful gunpla, essentially. Um, just trying to control all that power, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, he, he has to hold up the Wolverine Claws. That's how powerful it is. Uh, I love that Koji Matsumoto has, like, a manager and groupies. <laughs> he, he, yeah, his his honey tachi. It's so funny. Like, I can, you know, it, it's a very anime trope to have that, like, group of girls following you around. It's This dude has a manager who, like, built his kits for him. That's very funny. That cracks me up. Yeah, but, I mean... Can you blame people for following him? He has a customized Hainu. This is the first animated appearance of the Hainu. Oh, neat. That, that, oh my god, you're right, yeah, because, like, it's, it is forever confined to Bill Torchica's children. Um, yeah, like, there's the various video games, but as far as, like, actual on-screen time, this is pretty mm-hmm. much its only time. Uh, it, is my favorite. I love like, the Hainu. Oh, the, the, the Nightingale is my favorite. I don't, do not believe we've seen that animated yet. Um, but yeah, he pulls out this high new Gundam. Um, we probably won't go over like every single custom Gundam or Gunpla if it's not like its own suit and not just like a recolor. But the high new is cool. It's just like white and black and it has this really nice like electric, uh, like electric yellow to it. Yeah, there is one customized part about it. Uh, all six fin funnels are like usable. The high grade high new only has two that are usable. Really interesting. Yeah, I guess this, other- this was made. I think the year before real grade even happened, so... Right. I know... It seems like this was for, like, the 30th anniversary of Gundam, and... Yes. Uh, we... Are we at, or up... Are we coming up on, or have we already reached 40? Oh, yeah, no. So Gundam started... Yeah, Gundam started in 1979. The franchise Mm -hmm. itself, um... The franchise itself... Celebrate... I guess it celebrates it in, like, 79. Um... But, like, this is to celebrate, like, the beginning of Gunpla, which is why it was 2010, because Gunpla didn't start until the year after. Got but, it. um, yeah, no, we, we, we're we on Gundam's 43rd year. Yeah, that, uh, I forgot what was used to celebrate the 40th. One of them, oh, one of them was the Beyond Global RX-78, right, cool which one. is really nice. No polycaps, it is extremely flexible. Wish they'd make more of this kind of high grades, but it's probably because well, it's really all expensive. Of- all of the Witch from... I mean, I know I know the Beyond Global is, like, an exception. I mean, I know all the Witch from Mercury suits don't use polycaps anymore. Oh, um, really? Hmm. Yeah. And I guess the latest... The latest high grade, I think, that has, like, for its size, like, kind of technology on par with the Beyond Global when it comes to, like, posability is probably Moon Gundam, which is basically, like, a real grade, but sold as a high grade. Um, it's quite nice. Okay, so they are moving beyond polycaps. Excellent. Yeah, I, I, the dread I feel whenever I get a new kit, and I'm like, all right, time to blast these poly caps with top coat, so they're a little bit tighter. Uh, do not like, I do not like them. <laughs> uh, so Koji, Koji challenges Haru. It's a three on three. Um, Koji's team is his Hainu. Uh, they have a Zaku one sniper, and they have a Bawu, which is the uh, the kind of like strawberry. It's this nice strawberry color Bawu. I like it. Uh, and Hero's team is himself in the beginning Gundam. Uh, a Dom and the Ashamar, my beloved little pumpkin. Yes, I was actually thinking about ordering the Ashamar. It's it's a dork. I love, I love dork I, kits. I know, and I love that they put it in Gundam Evolution. Like of all of the deep cut suits, the Ashamar. Oh, I love I, the Ashamar is delightful. It's just a it's a nice little flying tangerine. <laughs> I'm looking at this. It's oh, this is it's very so funny. This. this I don't know why, but I am thinking of Votoms, which I know even it, less it, about. Yeah, so it, it's a bit, I, it, like, I think it's that rounded head. Um, there is a suit that looks even more like a Votoms. Um, what is it? Oh, God. It's um, it's the one the Red Beret is based on, um, which is called, the. it's the Grimoire. The Grimoire from Reconquista NG is, you know, I'll post the image and scheduling. Is very yes. Votoms-esque. Just like a nice, I see it. Sh- short and this stocky, rounded head. 
But yeah, I dash my rules, and you know they they do a cool fight. Haru like blasts the leg off of the Zaku sniper, and the Dom gets attacked when it gets caught in this like pincer maneuver. Um, so here's so so you see here's some fun trivia. You might know this area, Dan. I don't believe that you do. Um, the Bao, that little pink suit, how it kind of like splits into two halves that combine together. Oh yeah. Um, the top half of it with the head and the arms is called the Bao Attacker. The bottom half that's just the torso and or the, 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 the crotch and the legs, that's called the Bawu Nutter. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. They, they really, they re- it, it is called the Bawu Nutter, and it's been that way since 1986. <laughs> it rules. I don't know why it like, splits in half, but hey, whatever works. Uh, Neo Zeon was on some weird shit in Double Zeta. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but... You know, Koji, Koji's, you know, he, he's fighting Haru and he just starts talking about how cool his gunpla is. And he's right, even though he didn't build it himself, but he's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. Yeah. It's true. He shouldn't say it, but it's, it's true. Yeah. He, yeah, like, you know, he, he, he does his fin funnels. Uh, they're, they're lasering. Um, Haru gets his arm shot off of the beginning gun and he lands. And this, this, uh, the kind of like arena they're in is, it's the real world, you know, Gundam scaled real world. And he lands in like the, um, like the gunpla base, like like the real life building where the gunpla is made. Um, the Bandai it, Hobby Center, I think. Yeah, thank you. It. That's what it was called. And everyone's like, oh, is it destroyed? And I think the shopkeeper's like, no, it's charging. Uh, I guess because it landed in the Hobby Center. <laughs> which this is so, we, <laughs> so ridiculous, but it's good. No, yeah, yeah I, I like that. He lands in the Hobby Center, he's just like a health pickup. <laughs> um, he finds some like food in a trash can to heal himself. <laughs> uh and the Ashmar gets destroyed by the Hainu, and Haru, like, rises out of the ground as his V-Fin powers back up. And we get to see, like, the beam Vulcans, which is, this is, like, one of the coolest, like, visual effects I've seen. With the way the little head cannons fire, how it, like, makes the beam flicker every time he shoots it out of... And it's, like, these two, um, they're not Vulcan holes, because it's beam. So it's, like, this kind of just, like, rectangular emitter. It's really sick. And... You know, he, he blasts the Hainu and, like, the Hainu charges him and he does his cool Wolverine shit. And he, like, jumps over the Hainu as it charges him. So the Hainu falls into, like, this giant netting on, like, the side of a highway, I think. And gets so tangled up that he can't use his, um, he can't use his fin funnels anymore. So Haru jumps and just, like, Wolverine claws him in the chest to win. It is nuts. It's so cool. I love gunpla fighting. <laughs> Um, and what's fun about this is it's when, like, when destruction happens, it's the gunplot pieces falling apart. It's not like you see the kind of inner machinery uh, machinery that a Gundam would have. It's just, like, it's the just the plastic pieces. Like, I think uh, the Hainu got, like, a malfunction because, like, the polycap loosened or something like that. Yep. Which and actually shows polycaps. Yeah, and true to life, polycaps do be loosening, and they love to do it. But they finish the fight, and you know Haru kind of chastises Koji that he should he should make his own gunpla. Like he can't really call it himself if he's just having his manager build it for him. So he's like, "All right, I'm gonna build it, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna be a Gundam builder, and I'll fight you again." And that's kind of um, or I'm sorry, that's not the all of the episode because Char Asnable's here. Um, <laughs> Boris Shower, a gunpla meister. This guy rules. I'm obsessed with this guy. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is. The great this this guy rules. He's he, this is a man who goes to uh the fucking uh card game tournament night cosplaying as like one of his like favorite cards. Uh someone who goes to like, I don't know, fucking a 40k meetup in like a space marine outfit. Right. This guy kicks ass. Like, we know that there is a uniform the Gundam Meisters actually that's not even probably true I don't even think the uniform is a Gundam Meister uniform I think that he just wears that and he makes his buddies wear like matching uniforms to him mm-hmm. because uh, he's cool he's kind of a freak and I love that it's you take the performance of Char Aznable and remove the pretenses of a high stakes sci-fi war right and you just get this freak, I love you him. A, you just get a cool sunglasses trench coat, dude. And it's he's weirdly really like very similar to Char Asimov in a lot of these parallels. First of all, he rides a horse. Char did uh-huh. that once. Unfortunately, Boris has kind of thrown a wrench into my entire theory that anyone who rides a horse in Gundam is evil. 
Uh, because Boris isn't evil. He's just like a really cool guy, and and he he rides a horse, and it's really fucking funny that he does rides a horse. But um, the other thing is he does the exact same thing Char does in Char's Counterattack, where Char like leaks uh the um um psycho frame data to Amaro so that he can like have a powered up Gundam so they can like fight on even terms. Uh, and Boris basically like has the um the hobby center guy print out reinforcement parts for the beginning Gundam and like send them to the, uh, the gun plus shop for hard to use. So it's like, it's the it's exact Char's same thing Char did. Yeah. Char's counterattack Char with a bit of, uh, Quattro in there. Yeah. Also, he hmm. kind of reminds me of Knight from dual masters. Now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Kind of deep cut, but <laughs> yeah, let me, well, I, I watched an episode of two. Okay. I've, I've seen this guy before. Sure. Yeah, he, he had like that that dark red that dark red outfit, the sunglasses. He's cool. Uh, he challenges um, he challenges Haru, uh, and he is in a uh, this is the Forever Gundam. You can tell it's like heavily based on the original Gundam. It's just very like blocky and boxy, and it mostly just looks like the original RX seventy eight with just like big chunky blue armor on it. Uh, it is a big shield. It has these four like funnels on the back of it. I don't think this guy's that cool, honestly. I think the beginning Gundam's neater. Um, this one's fine, but you know it. They fight, and Haru gets his ass completely handed to him. You don't uh, mess with Boris. Yeah, um, the Forever Gundam actually reminds me a bit of the. Uh, I want to say it's a little design of the Zephyranthus a bit slightly because of the more bulky chest, but. Mm, okay. I think I can see that a little bit. I I want to say another thing I think about Boris Shower, which is, yes. I don't think that's his real name. I, I think he's a Japanese man with a Japanese name who uh, is so into Gundam, he looked at all the names and tried to come up with a with a name for his, like, Gundam Sona. Yeah, he, he, he did AI generation on Gundam names on Twitter and found one that, <laughs> that really spoke to him. He's a new type of guy. Um, but yeah, like Boris completely tosses Haro's ass out or Haro, Haru. Um, and he tells him like, you're not qualified to own this gunpla. And he like beheads the beginning Gundam in the game. Yeah. But he's it basically like him saying you need to improve because this is a really special gunpla and like you need to prove yourself worthy of it. So if that even, wasn't, hmm. you didn't even properly gate. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he tells, he tells Haru he's shit and fail at building gunpla because he didn't remove his gates properly and 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 the first time you we see haru finish his gunpla it's like really nice and perfectly well done but that's just his kind of like perspective of it because we see like what it actually looks like and the sticker is completely lopsided and like uh bunched up and like it like his joints aren't fitted properly it's very funny you know the weird thing is that i was watching the part where he was cutting it out in the first time i was like wait you're not cutting out close to the thing though and it turns out no that actually is happening he isn't cutting them right yeah, no, because he, he doesn't know what he's doing. This is this kid has just been thrown into the deep end. And I mean, to be look, I I knew to cut at the base, but like I didn't get good tools for a long time. And like I put so much more time in my gunpla now. I still have my very first kit of like blue. F- it, what is it's a high grade blue frame. And yeah, it, it I have like shitty joints and like terrible stickers because I didn't know what I was doing. It was the first one I built, and now. I use water slides and top coat. I still don't paint it though, only to color correct. <laughs> um, but he 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 rides a horse away, and it's the coolest thing I've seen. Unfortunately, as much as and as much as horses vex me, Boris is the only guy to ride a horse and make him look cool. Uh, Roll slot also the only two guys that can do that. Uh, but then we cut to the next day. Uh, Haru and and Kenta and Rena, I think her name is. Uh, they all. They, they got new kits. Um, Hartwell Hire is like going to, you know, redo his. Um, and, you know, he does it and he gets paint and he, he like he fucking paints the eyes like he takes a sticker off and perfectly first try paints the green, the black of the eyes. I don't believe you. I don't believe you, Haro. You cannot do this. This is this is, I don't this believe, is unprecedented. I, I don't believe him taking off the sticker so cleanly. Yeah, there's going to be residue. And like he... He sands down the the nub mark and then just kind of wipes it away and it's fine. I'm like, no, the finish is going to be messed up. You have to like continue buffing that with really high high grit. Haru, Haru, I don't believe you. <laughs> but 
he finishes the beginning Gundam, and it's really nice. Uh, and we see the suits that, um, we see that uh, Kenta gets this uh, Hyakushiki that he re- re- uh, initially introduces it as. But it's actually the Byakushiki, which is just a white Hyakushiki. It's cool. It's it's fun seeing it not in, like, its traditional gold colors. Uh, and Rina gets an ag guy, and she doesn't really, she hasn't, like, built it yet. But we love the ag guy here, if only mm-hmm. because there is, someone has made art of an ag guy in Minions colors. Uh, oh, let me let me see if I can find. There it is. There's my special boy. I'm, I'm I don't posting. Know if I want to see this. Oh no! I'm posting the image of my special boy. Uh, Great! Okay. I love this. Yep. This yep. is beautiful. It's a uh, minion act guy. My special little guy. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I I mean, I think I think you should get this and paint this. Uh, if I, like honestly, that would be what I would get. Like. Uh, airbrushed for to be able to do something this insane. It's just like you simply gotta. Uh, um, he also Haru also panel lines perfectly his first try. Again, I don't believe you. Like I, the first time I tried panel lining, it was a disaster. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was a complete mess. And again, I still have that kit to kind of show how far I've come. But I look at it and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> if time permitted, I if there was like if they had more time. Well, I guess now I'm wondering if build divers would or build fighters is going to like do stuff where uh, they go through different iterations or something because you know this is just like a three part special. Uh, uh, that's gonna I'm I I really want to see like the progression of Gundams. Uh, you what do you you mean like the main character suit how it gets upgraded or do you like like the uh, timeline wise? Yeah, like I'm imagining like over the. Maybe, like, over the course of uh, an actual, like, series, uh, mm-hmm. I'm imagining Build Fighters will have them uh, uh, do more stuff and slowly improve over time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I know that for Build Fighters, I think the main character gets, like, five different forms over time of his main suit. Like, right. there's there's yeah. a lot. Because, again, we gotta sell product. <laughs> you gotta buy our cool plastic robots. <laughs> but, uh... Yep. They uh, certainly do and try. Mm-hmm. Well. Um, so they, they finish, or we don't really see Rena's Akai yet, but we see the Byakushiki and we see the beginning Gundam. Um, so they take they take them to the shop and they show the owner and they like ask if they can learn more about Gunpla. So the owner like calls on this guy named Tatsu to teach them about uh, Gunpla. So he's going to teach them about customization because he is in this thing called the Super Custom Zaku F2000. And this thing is sick. It's just it's purple and black and has a billion missiles on it. Yeah, there's there seems to be an unspoken role playing element to uh, the Gunpla combat community or whatever they are, uh, because uh, as we saw, Boris Shower, uh, uh-huh. and, a, norm- a normal guy. Uh huh. And then we see this guy, uh, and uh, he when he takes it takes the stage as a fighter he adopts a completely new personality where he's just like a fucking i guess i would describe yes he's a joker he's uh he's a villain in an episode of uh fist of the north star uh yeah (laughs) he loves it he he gets in his zaku and he just like goes completely wild and just like cackling like a maniac the whole time um this is no Zaku. Wait, it is a Zaku. This is a Z- I I looked up the the trivia says um the reason it's called the F2000 is because it means it is 1000 times stronger than the Zaku F2, which is just mwah, delightful. I love <laughs> awesome. it. Awesome. Excellent. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they fight they I I want to say they're fighting inside the space colony from Zeta yeah. that like they go to that was like gassed like where the Titans did the cool war crime. I want to say that's where they are right now cuz they launched from the Argama. Um, yeah. but regardless, they're, they're fighting in like a city and Tatsu was like beating their asses until he basically, it's revealed that like his customization wasn't that good. Cause he just used putty for most of it. So it kind of like starts cr- cracking off and you can see like the regular Zaku inside underneath and, and you know, Haru does his cool Wolverine shit and takes him out. Yeah. Like, uh, Kenta does like shoots a weak point and that lets, uh, him like lets his armor crumble and he can take him yeah. out. Yeah, It's great. Yeah, it's it kind of reminds me of the perfect Gundam being like the first official kit bash and how it was initially presented as actually this is really unbalanced. What the hell are you doing, kid? 
Right, yeah, that I love that, like, just taking the, it's like, it's super robotifying the Gundam. Like, it's, the only thing, like, if you just change the head, it wouldn't even look like a Gundam anymore. Just a big, I really like that you can play as this guy in um, Maxi Boost, too. And it's, like, included in, like, the first Gundam 0079 section. So you see the Gundam, and you see, like, the Goof, and the Zaku 2, and, like, the Zagok. And then you see Perfect Gundam with its, like, funny little goofy cartoon eyes, and you're like, wait a minute. (laughs) Yes. Oh, so I'm looking at this. It's great. I love perfect. I wish I could get the like the, I think there's Master Great. I wish I could get it. I do have the little SD version. It is super adorable. Nice. I love the and, SDs. I want them and, to I, I think they're about to reveal SD Master Grade, whatever that yes. means. Yeah, that's very is funny. Next week this week, I think. Yeah. Yes. But as the so as as the two guys are fighting uh Tatsu, in the real world, Boris shows up and he's like Talking to the uh, talking to the shopkeeper about um, you know the Zaku's cool, but it relies too much on weaponry, and you know he, he ends up getting defeated. And at <laughs> at afterwards, they they come out, and the shopkeeper was like, "Ah, oh, you were right, Boris." And he turns, and Boris isn't there, and it cuts to Boris is like riding his horse away into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. This guy does not belong in gun like. <laughs> This is such a lighter take on Gundam, and it still feels like Boris does not belong here. (laughs) He rules. He's riding a horse through the streets of Japan. Immediately after, like, Rina shows up in the shop, and I do do quietly wonder if she saw him on the way out. Yeah, she's like, did you guys see that cowboy outside? (laughs) There was a revolver ocelots here. Can you you guys see this? They let let people ride horses in Japan? They almost certainly don't. (laughs) Boris is on the run from the law. (laughs) Yeah, he travels from hobby shop to hobby shop just fighting kids to, like, get money so he can, like, continue running because they don't want the car. He doesn't want them to take his horse away. He stole the horse. He stole stole the horse. (laughs) Where the fuck did he steal a horse in Tokyo? In a high-stakes gunplay battle. Yeah, (laughs) they're racing for pinks. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, this is when Rena shows up and she's completed her act guy, but she's calling it a bear guy. Yes. It is. This is so fucking. Oh, I love this. It's an act guy with a little like cloth bear hood on, and it's holding like a fish as a weapon. I yes. like. This is what the bear guy should have been. It, like, I know that she changed it, and I like it too. But like, if the bear guy had a fish to fight with, that would be the most amazing thing in the world. Yeah, I want I mean, that so I, badly. At least the bear guy too actually does look almost exactly like that, just less cloth like. But yeah, yeah. I'm looking. I've another. Gundam I'm familiar with are the bear guys who are exactly that. They are funny little bear guys. Uh, uh, they've got... I I'm so, I, I just love seeing them. I love their big cartoon bear heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they... This is adorable. Uh, yeah. It's it's just... I And I like that it keeps the mono eye of the act guy. Like, it has the two bear eyes. They're not eyes, they're beam cannons. So it still has to look out the front of its face like an act guy does. It's oh so Oh my good. god, I'm re- I'm noticing this now with uh, the one that's uh, used in there. Oh, yeah. that's that's so good. It's so it's, choice. It's like the fucking Dark Souls enemy that has the fake eyes. Yeah, it's the Basilisk, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we, we, we cut from there to the, the, the um, Bandai factory. And it has, like, the Anaheim Electronics and the Earth Federation logo on it, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, is You know, which are, like, the military contractors in Gundam, essentially. Or at least Anaheim is. But um, we see that these original beginning parts are being printed. Um, and this is going to, like, basically jazz up the beginning Gundam so that uh, Haru can fight Boris on an even playing field with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we cut to... Um, we just cut to... It's, like, the next episode, then. And the gang are just, some, they're watching some Gundam fights. Like, oh, we see a Grublo that gets destroyed, and there's a Gun Cannon, and a Hygog, and a Gyan, and a Zagok, and a Gelgu. It's, you know, it's, remember, remember, it's it's just Gundam. Yeah, the surfing Gun Cannon actually ruled. Yeah, I, I, Gun Cannon is, I like Gun Cannon. I like his cool little baseball helmet. I, he doesn't get enough respect. Yes, it is my favorite of the non-Gundam mobile suits. I nice. am actually working on a high grade right now. It's my fourth Gun Cannon. Ah. That's a lot. It's, it's firepower. You simply need a lot of it. Yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, Haru picks up those, like, it's like this translucent runner uh, of Gunpla parts. So he's going to use those to jazz up his um, beginning Gundam. And <laughs> we we get, I think, probably the funniest scene in this entire thing. 
uh, we cut to Boris outside the hobby factory and he's like telling the employees like, oh, thanks for slipping that to the hobby shop so the kid can use it. And he rides off of in his horse and he calls his two uh, partners to like come after him. So they just like have to run after him as he's like riding away on a horse. I it love, is the funniest shit. I love their little like uh, uh, anime goon run. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's like at least get him a scooter or something. Like I again, I think it really he definitely did steal that horse because otherwise they all would have had transportation. They were just walking around before. <laughs> but um, we cut to we cut to more. Uh, I'm sorry, it's like the day of the competition, like where you know they, they enter this tournament. And we see we see the O, one of my favorite Zeta suits in this really cool black color scheme. It's like grabs a red frame and slices and dices it, and the. Dendrobium is here, and there's a Zaku 3 and an Ewak Zack and a Zacrello. It's cool. It's point 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 and clap at the mobile suits. And that's what yeah, I did. Shame, shame. Someone on the animation team for Gundam in general just hates the red frame. I swear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's there. Red frame has a ton of variants. So I can understand people getting tired of just like the frequency of at which they see it. Yeah. I think it's fine. I mean, I have. The I have the um no I guess I you know what I don't even have a I, I have the red frame Sengoku from Build Fighters I don't have a regular red frame I have a bunch of blue frames though the blue I frames have the cooler. Kai Master Grade which has like the weird shifting weapon and two katanas nice I, oh I, I uh, do want to get seen oh hmm. uh, I gonna say I do want to get the perfect grade if only because there's an actual warning packed into the box about the katana oh god because it actually uh, does qualify for it needing the warning. That rules. I like the red frame powered. That's just a red frame with like fuck off huge arms. Yes. Oh Muscles. my god. Muscles on a Gundam. It's so good. Like yeah, yeah. Dan, the the arm articulation on this thing, like where the bicep is, it literally when you curl the arm inward, a piece pops out to make it look like it's flexing. It's unreal. Oh, that's so good. And and it oh. comes with a, a sufficiently gigantically sized sword too. <laughs> yeah. Someday I will, maybe someday I will be able to acquire and build this. That day is not today, right? But it's someday. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> uh, but it's the day of the competition, and Haru is nowhere to be found. We don't know where he is. Uh, so the gang have to basically fight. It's just Arena and just Kenta before Haru shows up. Uh, Kenta is in the Sazabi, uh, a white Sazabi, so he's gone from Shard Suit from Zeta to Shard Suit from Shard Counterattack, but still kept that cool kind of, like, Arctic white color scheme. And Rina has, like, upgraded her bear guy, so it's no longer has the hood or the fish, it's just, like, the, the mechanical bear guy. It has a really cool backpack. It The backpack's full of missiles, of course, and the best part is it has a beam recorder that just he, it just blows into it and it go, makes the tweet and it just blasts a beam out of it. It's the coolest shit in the world. I love the bear guy so much. This is like an S tier suit in my mind. Yes. Uh, and 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 she fights and and they're up against Boris's team. So she's fighting with um. I'm sorry. The first thing they find is the big Zam because they're in the Battle of Solomon. But as they get close to it, they realize it's a one five fifty scale. So kind of <laughs> just like kicks it away. It's like it's little Zam. I actually, I have that. I have that SD Big Zam. It's on my desk at work. It's a, good, uh, it's a tiny little guy. Yeah, I'm, I was tempted to get it before when I saw it in stock. I don't think I've ever seen it in stock since. I'm looking at Big Zam. This is a... It's this, just it's just legs all the way down. There's something this legs. reminds me of. Oh. People know it from that one Game Grumps video, like when they did the Gundam, and it was like, oh, hey, Big Zam. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's like everyone, I believe, probably knows it from, or at least has heard of it. I'm not. I. It reminds me of some fucking weird creatures I've seen that are just like. Oh, if I remember oh, it, oh, I'll spring it up. Oh, oh, oh no. Um, I. Oh God, what is it? The the Fresno Nightcrawler. Mm, is it the one that's just like legs walking around? Let me see here. That might be. That could be it. Let me see. Fresno yeah, Night. This. This is. Oh. Oh, I know what it reminds me of. It reminds me of uh, gondola videos, I think, which I guess is kind of a Fresno Nightcrawler. Uh, yeah, this is great. I love seeing these guys. Yeah, they're just they're, they're simply funny guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but, but after Kenta just kicks Big Zam out of the way, um, Boris's team rolls in, and there's Azuda, and there is, um... Oh, shit, I remember now, I remember <clears throat> now. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, in Fallout 4, uh, they, there's a special DLC called Automatron, which lets you customize, <gasps> build and oh, customize yeah. robots, and there was, like, videos going around of, like, someone customizing the companion robots, because you can... You can customize them as well, and it's just, like, mm-hmm. Codsworth uh, with, like, the Assaultron legs, so it's just, like, this fucking orb with, like, sexy robot legs. Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> I've got a need to get... Mm-hmm. But, um, a- a- after they kick Big Zan out of the way, become a Boris's team, Boris is in the Forever Gundam, of course, and his partners are in the Zuda and the Blue Destiny Unit 1. And, like, yeah, Rina fights the Zudoff for a little bit, and then she starts to experience the horrors of war. And before she's shot down, this weird, like, bubbly beam effect comes in. And Haru's joined the team. He's in the beginning 30 Gundam, which is just the beginning Gundam with, like, more shit on it. It's been 30 minutes since the series started, so... Yeah, one that, that's one minute per year of Gunpla. Um, this one isn't as exciting to me as the first one, because it's just kind of, like... It's just, it's like it's really greebled, but it doesn't really look that mechanical, at least in the art for it. Um, and you can tell like the parts are translucent, not the same matte plastic the rest of it's made out of. It's still cool, and I really like the way it fights, where it's just like beam whips, because it's just blasting these things everywhere. It has like a sh- bubble shield it can pop for it. Um, Koji shows up in the high new, and he just gets like completely one shot by Haru. Now he's like, I made it myself, Haru, and Haru just like whips him out of the way. It's like, I, I, I do not have time for you right now, Koshi. I'm so sorry. We don't have time for your character development. We're almost done with the series. Ah. <laughs> Koji, there's seven minutes left and I haven't defeated Boris, please. Uh, so he's, he fights Boris and like it just plays, you know, it, it, this badass shonen victory song, basically, um, as, as they're duking it out. And like, you know, they're, they're flying around. At one point, like five or six suits roll up. Um, and they all attack Haru, and he just com- effortlessly shreds through all of them. And we don't really see how... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. The one thing I wanted to point out, with his new kind of... um, The new beam weapons he has, I guess they're, like, psycho-controlled. Because he can, like, spin them around using his eye field thing. So they're basically, like, beam buzzsaws, which is just about the coolest damn thing. It's, like, almost as cool as Wolverine Claws. Uh, but But the fight... The fight ends, and it doesn't say who wins, because it kind of, like, fades to white as as the faces of the gunpla, like, meet and they clash. It's badass. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and, uh, uh the, oh, I wanted to give a little shout-out to, uh, mm. to, uh, Bear Guy getting to do some fighting. Uh, yeah! They've got a flute laser. Uh, the beam recorder, it's so good. It's a beam recorder, uh. They've got a backpack that's full of missiles, and they get the, uh, they get, they show off their cool eye lasers. Uh, yeah, it's, and, and you think that, you, you think that it's going to, like, fire it out of its mouth, because the mouth opens, but then the eyes light up, and it just, pew! Mm-hmm. And, like, I love that, uh, that, uh, Rena's at kind of a disadvantage, because she kitted it out for underwater stuff. Oh, I could Presumably that, yeah. for purely aesthetic reasons. It's that Futurama joke about the spaceship going underwater, but yeah, <laughs> I, it's just so funny seeing Bear Guy like swimming frantically in space. Because like, yeah, the At Guy is an amphibious mobile suit. It's meant for water combat, and space space is just the water of the sky. <laughs> uh, it rules, Bear Guy. I want to get a kid of Bear Guy so badly. I got I got to look to see if they exist in like a reasonable price. Probably not. <laughs> I have not but, seen any of the bear guys restocked in ages. So. <laughs> uh, but we we cut. It's one year later. Uh, we see like that. Um, the same Gundam shop. There has like this little display of those six suits from the final battle. Um, and some kids are like, "Whoa, are these are these the suits?" And and Haru and his friends are there, and he's like, "They are. I'm a Gundam Meister now, and I'm going to tell you about the profoundness and excitement of Gunpla. Buy our product, <laughs> Bandai.com, and that's it." Yeah, and that's a model suit gunpla. I liked it. I really liked it. This is very, very cool. This is a very cute little intro to the world mm-hmm. of like you know gunpla anime. And I feel like honestly, this is a good. It's good that this yeah. exists because a Gundam fan can watch this quick forty minute thing and decide if they want to watch more like gunpla uh, media after this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 
For me, the answer is yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, for me, the answer is heck yeah. Uh, it's um, it's good. So we don't really have um. Do we do we have any 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 kind of final thoughts on the episode? Oh, one thing I forgot to point out was that one hmm. Zegok that was in the Sama says gravity suit colors and jeans is best way to describe it. Yeah, so it, I the colors on that Zgok were so wild. It was like it, it reminds me of the Harlequin Golf, um, which is a real thing that Volkswagen sold in the nineties. Um where like each body panel of the golf had different colors. God, it's just so cool. This, it's, it's a little clown guy. It reminds me of like it reminds me of Metroid Fusion, honestly. Uh, the way like uh, oh the teal and I absolutely the, yeah. The, the, honestly, like all of these colors are like almost Samus's base fusion suit colors. Yeah, Samus is just on an off laundry day and had to mix uh-huh. masks. Or right. Well, parts. yeah, I, oh, I can I can really see it now because it has like the red head and like the green eye. That's like the the visor of her various suit yeah. yeah no it really is like gravity suit fusion suit vibes it's cool um and yeah it's just the harlequin golf but like in a cool crab instead uh and that was that was the gun gun gunpla builders beginning g and we don't really have a post-show segment today um the segment is just the show itself as as we get excited to talk about more gunpla um but next week we'll do we're, we're gonna do um build fighters I'll have a Beyond Toon World prepared. Um, it'll be cool. It'll be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I've heard the opening. I know the opening completely slaps for Build Fighters. Um, so I'm, I'm aware of that. And I guess it's just the Build build Gundam, I think it's called. Or like the Build Strike, I think, is the main Gundam in Build Fighters. Build Strike, uh, yep. Build Strike. It's called Build Strike because you build it. Um, well, as we're closing down then, um, where can we find each other on the internet uh yuria uh on twitter i am at your gal yuria uh and i am on the well we are finishing six feet under with our mouse guard campaign we are actually recording our final mouse guard episode this uh uh, i guess that is october 1st so sometime late october november when it will be released so yay congratulations Uh, yeah it's it's an honor to, to uh, podcast with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, I'm Dan. You can find me on Twitter at, at BiggerChallenge. Uh, you can find the other three podcasts I do, which are uh, 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 Pot of Greed, Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're on season four, the undubbed one. Uh, it's the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's... Uh, you can listen to uh, the Sonic Shuffle, a Sonic Lore podcast where we just roll a die to determine what continuity we're talking about this week. Uh, yes. Where we have been in a little hiatus, but we've been uploading stuff that has been recorded and edited. We finished all the editing, so uh, we're going to be back. Uh, our next episode will be uh, covering some. We'll be finishing our our coverage of uh, of. Uh, the Hydroxians uh, comic hanging out by reading up to the current page, going over some side stuff and just sort of like exploring all the different like OCs and a, all, all the like OCs and AU versions of the characters from that. Uh, you can listen to uh, uh, video games, the movie, the podcast, a video game movie review podcast. I do with uh, my friend Maxi. Uh, we've been a little slow on, on it lately, but uh Next episode going up is Hardcore Henry, and after that we'll be talking about Pokemon the first movie. Uh, that I remember that one from being mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah. Uh, you can also visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, let's see. It. Well, I'll go with the one for the recording date. Uh, once, mm. once we hit sunset, or once it becomes nighttime, it will be Rosh Hashanah. So... Uh, Russia, happy Rosh Hashanah, Xbox. Happy Rosh Hashanah, Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MaxiBajillion. Uh, as Dan mentioned, uh, we're on Pod Agreed together. So you can also listen to my other podcast called Slappers Only, which is a video game music showdown podcast. Uh, coming back from hiatus soon. Oh. get uh, mark, mark your calendars. We're, we're mobilizing again. Um, 
You can go to noisebase.xyz to find this show and many, many others. Um, you can go to twitter.com slash wowcoolpodcast to find this show. There's Discord links in every episode description and that Twitter header. So you can come hang out with us. You can post your Gunpla, talk about the show, talk about things that aren't the show. Uh, we have a simp channel for people who are just like really taught like Mash Marcello from uh, Gun- Double Zeta, which I believe is the reason I made that channel in the first place, which is very funny. Um, and that'll do it. So thank you all for listening to the show. Tune in next week for either more Build Fighters or... yeah, We'll see. As of recording on September 25th, um, G-Witch is literally a week away. So the schedule might get a little fucky, but it's going to be... Once both shows are up and running, it'll be Build Fighters one week, G-Witch the other week, back and forth. Three episodes of Build Fighters, two episodes of G-Witch per podcast episode. Uh, so tune in, tune in, come hang out. It'll be a great time. And, as we always say to close, buy our toys. Wow, cool robot. Bye, see you next time. Bye. So long. <laughs>